What's up, guys? It's Carlos and Benjamin here. Yep. This is going to be the first podcast ever, and we're going to be talking about editing. So you want to go ahead and start it off? Sure. So admitting you're lost is probably the hardest thing for, for the human mind as a whole. And that's for many different reasons, but it starts off with like ego. That's the biggest thing, ego. We all have an ego on some level. Others have it higher than others, but on some level, we all have an ego. And we try to protect like our self-image, essentially, because if somebody tells you you're lost and you basically find out you're lost, the way your mind wants to think is that you're going to basically second-guess everything you were, you basically believed, per se, and once you start second guessing one thing, you want to you want to second guess this and second guess that, and then you kind of like lose your sense of self by just admitting that you're wrong, and that's hard for most people. Yeah, another thing is that let's say when somebody, as you were saying, tells you that you're wrong, there's a mechanism in your brain that activates, and it's telling you that you're always right. So. Your brain doesn't like to be wrong. And the reason why is because this is want to be in the unknown. It doesn't like to be in a space that it is mysterious to the brain. It always wants to be aware and comfortable in the situation. So when you tell somebody, oh, you're fat, your brain or their brain reacts in a way they're like, oh, no, you're just a little bit chubby. Um, you know, just keep eating. It's going to be all right. You're not going to die. You're not going to get diabetes. You're not going to get a heart attack. Just keep eating because you're right. And no, the reason is because the brain activates in the most, I guess you could say, egoistic way possible. So it doesn't actually let you let other people and thoughts into your life. It's super hard. Yeah, so, like, building on that, like I was saying, your mind, you, you have a sense of belief. Like, when you, the minute you come into planet Earth, you start, you're basically like a sponge. You're going to start soaking all these beliefs, whether you believe in this or believe in that. Point being is, if you find out that that certain belief, quote-unquote, is wrong, then you're going to question every other belief. And... It's kind of like, this, this, this is even me. This is something that I even struggle with myself. Like, for example, I was doing, I was basically, I basically uploaded a video to YouTube, right? And I was basically getting criticism from my mom's boyfriend. And essentially what he was telling me was, oh, I move my hands too much. And like, just criticism, right? And in the moment, my ego kicked in. And I was like, shut up, this and that, mind your business. And then a few, like two, three hours later, after my ego calmed down and just moved out of the way, I was thinking to myself, like, objectively, I was looking at basically the bigger picture of the video. And I was like, yeah, I do move my hands too much. I do this too much. I do this and do that. And basically started building on that. And that was hard at first. But I feel like you have to kind of, it's almost like zooming out. It's like when, when you're basically being told you're wrong or criticism, you kind of... In a sense, you're too zoomed in. So you just have to just zoom out, per se, and just look at the bigger picture. So, yes, um, as you were saying, zoom out. Um, let me elaborate on that. It's basically saying 
that looking at yourself, you have to step back and look at yourself in a third perspective. So, and look outside your comfort zone. So let's say somebody tells you um, you're ugly and you're really insecure. You're going to start looking at yourself in the mirror and coming up with every little detail of why you're ugly. But if somebody tells you you look good or you're handsome or you're a beautiful girl, um, you're going to start looking at yourself in a positive way. So when somebody tries to trigger you and you don't want to let that person in and you right away react to that person in a negative manner just to protect your ego, you're not, you don't want feedback. There's no feedback that the brain wants to get. So you're giving that person basically, you're blocking that person out of your reality. So it's only one reality your brain thinks it has. And when somebody tells you that you're wrong and that the universe doesn't revolve around you, you start, as you said, Benjamin, to question everything, everything you believe in. Yeah, so it's like, basically, your brain, you can actually Google this if you want, your brain has this thing called RAS. It's called reticular activation system. So the way your mind works is whatever you focus on, you kind of see more of. The, the, like, the, the biggest example I like to like, give is like, you get a new car, right? And, or you just even want a new car. The minute you get that car, you tend to see that car everywhere you go. But the thing is, those cars were always there. Your mind just, just wasn't picking up on it. Like, you would see them, but your mind wouldn't register it. But since you got the car, your mind started registering it. And it's the same thing with, like, just, like, feedback as a whole. What I would say a good idea is, because I even did this myself at the beginning of the year, where I was basically doing, like, a positive challenge. And what that does is it forces you to be aware of what you're thinking. And then once you kind of are aware of what you're thinking, you can detach from your thoughts. It's kind of like... You're kind of like in the point of view of your thoughts. You can just see them from like afar, in a sense. And that all goes comes from just being positive for 30 days because it takes 21 days to build a habit. And from there, you're going to be set and you're going to be able to kind of zoom out and look at things from other perspectives. And even still, your mind, like I said, it's going to block things out because it's called your RES. But that's a good, in my opinion, starting point and just being aware and observant of your thoughts per se on a regular basis, because you have the same thoughts that you, the same thoughts you have today, you had yesterday and the day before that. So if you could be aware of it, change it in a quote unquote positive manner, then you can be more of an observer towards your thoughts and then start to see things from different kind of like a different perspective, not just your closed minded perspective. So yes. um, Let's say for example, you don't have to start with changing your heart life per se, like you don't have to change your whole life, but just change a a little habit. Let's say, for example, most people, 80% of the people actually, don't brush their teeth at night. Let's say you could start by brushing your teeth at night just to force yourself and tell your brain that you are actually in control of your own conscience in your body. Because most of the time, like, Benjamin was saying is that you have the same thoughts you had 
yesterday, the day before yesterday, let's say tomorrow. And this, they did a study with a CEO of a company and they told him to basically get a book that it was going to be his diary for a whole week. And what the goal was to write down everything he did for the, the whole week. So every day he would write what he ate, what he thought, the decisions he would make every single day. He wrote down everything. And by the end of the week, 80% of the decisions he took and that he made were the same thing. So if you could step off for a little bit and actually not meditate, but just think. That's so simple. You just have to think and what you're actually doing and you'll, you'll be present in the moment. Let's say, for example, right now we're thinking at what we're going to be saying in the future. So let's say Benjamin right now is trying to relate what he's going to say now after I'm finished with this. That's why he's present. And you could do this as well, just focusing on your breath or focusing on a picture you have on your wall, anything. Yeah, so... Basically, your mind, like what you what you could kind of call it, it's kind of like a flow state. Like most of us on a regular basis, we're always doing two things at once. Like we're maybe e- we're probably eating and watching like a movie, or doing something. And if when you get in a flow state, you basically everything just kind of flows out. It's kind of like when I'm speaking right now. I'm not. I wasn't. Yeah, I was on some level thinking what I was gonna say before this, but at the same time, I didn't like picture exactly what I'm going to say, when I'm going to say it. It's kind of more of like a flow. And once you get into that flow, it kind of leads down to that whole being able to take criticism thing. Because you're not only on one level being present to the moment, but you can also see things from just not only your mind, not only your perspective. Because we all have our own perspective that, like I said, we've built for years on years on years on years on years. And many people tend to think that your personality is fixed. Like, you can't change your personality. Like, some certain people, they're like, oh, no, that's just the way I am. Like, you talk to somebody and they'll be like, you'll be like, why are you always so mad? And they'll just be like, oh, that's just the way I am. But at the end of the day, that's kind of the way you want to be. And one thing I like to say is that it's either you're in control of your mind or your mind is in control of you. But it's either one. I don't think you can be, like, in a middle ground. It's either or. Yes. Most of the time... Your mind is in control of you because we like to navigate and take the easy route in life. So let's say, for example, you wake up, you have to go to work, you have to go to school, and your brain takes over you. So when you're waking up, you're not actually thinking about everything you're going to be doing. You just wake up, um, let's say, for example, a more detailed or a more detailed way to say it. When you're sleeping, your alarm alarm sounds, right? You don't think about snoozing the button. You just do it. Your brain does it for you. You take off the blanket um, before you get out of bed automatically. Your brain does it. You put, on your, you put on your sandals. You go brush your teeth. Like When you're brushing your teeth and you're doing the movements of each up and down with a toothbrush, you're not even thinking about it. You're just doing it because your brain is basically in automatic mode 
Yeah, so it's like what you're basically saying is it's kind of like proactive versus reactive. When you wake up, and even I do this on some level, we all do it, where we just, the first thing we do is check our phone when we wake up. And most people will say, oh, it's because of my alarm, this and that. But even if, it's, if your alarm goes off and you turn it off, you still go on like social media. That's like the first thing you do before you even brush your teeth. So that means you're starting off your day by being reactive versus proactive. The difference is proactive is like kind of like meditating or brushing your teeth at night. You're kind constantly, in a sense, being in control of your mind. When you're reactive, you just react to your phone. You just let everything control you instead of you controlling it. And that's kind of where it starts. It, start off, it starts off when you wake up. And some people can be re- reactive and proactive, kind of like me, because I wake up and I'll be honest, the first thing I do is check my phone before I even brush my teeth. But at the same time, throughout the day, I still take my willpower and focus it on certain things that I want to do that I got to get done. And kind of, it's kind of putting like self, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like putting, putting yourself in an uncomfortable spot almost every single day and just putting like certain deadlines on yourself per se. And that in itself is what being reactive versus proactive is essentially. And it doesn't have to be something really complicated. Let's say, for example, like, oh, you don't know how to swim and you throw yourself in a pool that is 10 feet deep. No, you don't do that because you're actually putting yourself in danger and in a dangerous situation. What you have to do to feel just a little bit uncomfortable, let's say if you have social um, anxiety. So you are an introvert. You like to be inside. You like to be with yourself. The reason you like to be with yourself, so to say, is because you're not getting any feedback from nobody else. And the reason you like that is because probably in the past, the feedback that you got was a negative one or were negative feedbacks from other people. So let's say, for example, you go to school and you're an introvert because throughout the years, people made you be quiet and to not, they showed you not to speak up for yourself. So let's say some you had a bully and the bully kept telling you that you're stupid, you're gay, you're not smart at all and you believe that so and when you try to tell him that you weren't he didn't let you speak he would like just beat you up and in your mind you're telling your mind that if you go to school and if you talk you're gonna get beat up so you never talk and that creates a habit and a pattern within yourself that is better to be alone than with other people because you might get that negative feedback and we don't like to feel uncomfortable. So what you can do with that is you can start with one person. Um, let's say next time you go to school, instead of hanging out with the same group of people or being in the same area you used to hang out in school, you go to a different area and you meet somebody else. And you can start talking to that person. If it goes negatively, you do it again the next day until you find somebody who can show you the different side of being social and you could adjust your brain to basically interact and have real social dynamics for other people. <laughs> yeah, and on some level, when like you're quote-unquote being told you're wrong, the only reason that hits your ego is because of the label that you have on it. Because everything in life is subjective. There's no such thing 
as positive or negative. We all, we give the meaning to certain things. Everything we give a meaning to. So if somebody's telling you you're wrong, that could be a good thing. But since your mind is kind of like on a negative loop, you're going to assume that's a negative thing when they're actually trying to help you. And you're just not going to be able to see the help. It's like we have a friend and we like try to tell him, oh, watch these videos. That way you can get, quote unquote, better with your girl and just grow with girls in general. And his mind kind of like takes it into one ear and out the other because it's kind of like blocking it off. And on some level, everybody, you're only ready for certain things. You're only going to accept it when you're ready to hear it because everybody's on a different journey and at a different point in their journey. But at the same time, you can expedite your journey just by taking the labels off certain things. Like, just look at things in a kind of like a neutral manner. Like, it's not bad or good. It just is. And when you look at things that way, you kind of, everything's way easier. You don't see people as bad or good. You just see people. And you just see that as a whole. And that's something I, even myself, I'm working on. Because I'm not perfect at it either. But once you start doing that, like I said, you're going to be told, quote unquote, you're wrong or you're lost. And you're going to accept that and not even put a negative, quote unquote, label on it. So, yes, um, we're going to finish off that um, for now. The next podcast is going to be mostly, let's say, religion or some other topic. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, my name is Carlos and we have Benjamin. Peace and out. we 